Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Forever. Dog. Welcome back, everybody. It's Michelle Collins. We've taken a two day break since episode one. I'm here with Jackie Schimmel. Jackie Schimmel is an absolute star. She's uh, the host of the Bitch Bible. <laughs> She is, you are. She has sold out merch for God's sake. Um, follow her at Jackie Schimmel through her five-star review of the Bitch Bible. We're here. I'm in Tampa, Florida. Oh no, actually, when this episode comes out, I will be in Miami. So, Jackie, have your parents been vaccinated yet or no? Uh my mom has is passed, so my dad oh, is not qualified yet. That's okay. No, my dad's uh is not old enough to get 
vaccinated. How old is your father? He's 63. I don't want to give a blind item away on the show, but I have to because I just did something that I've oftentimes made fun of in a way. I just did something that I have made fun of someone else for doing, which is I once worked on a show. You know, it's coming, obviously. I just did something that was so horrible. I'm actually like, I love it. I knew you would. I'm going to say it. I worked on a show. I will not say which show or who. We had a guest come on, a beloved guest. May I just say someone I know you fucking love and I will text you after who. We learned that this guest mother had passed and we told our host, whatever you do, do not bring up the mom, you know, and, and Jackie, I genuinely mom, obviously yeah. did not know, obviously, but it's everyone's worst That's nightmare to lose. Okay. No, but genuinely everyone's worst nightmare, lose your mom. Like I can't imagine, et cetera. Fourth, yeah. que- fourth question out of the host's mouth. Oh no. Oh, your mom must be so proud of you. And, no. yes, and we were all watching like, I mean, my, they cut to me and I was just like Ophelia, like in the river, dead coins on the eyes, like good night and good luck dead because it's I was so the awkward one. it's so awkward well anyway yeah. i just did it to you and you're so nice about no that's it, okay so brandy sorry. glanville did it to me really really terribly um i went like right back to work and i was like trying to distract myself we won't get mm. into it it's a long sad story whatever so brandy glanville says to me i did her podcast this is five four or five years ago she's like we start recording and she goes i can't believe your mom just died i don't <gasps> even know how you're here like, I would die. Like, I would, I can't even believe you're here. And I'm like, I'm done oh with God. you, bitch. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? I want to ask you about Brandy. First of all, as though she weren't, as though Brandy weren't already dead enough to me. Like, it's amazing that yeah, someone can yeah. bury themselves like deeper and deeper into the dirt. She finds a way to be the most despicable person daily. She really finds the new bottom every day. How does one do that? What was interesting? Yeah, what's interesting about that is I don't even think she was trying to be malicious. That's just a level of like the, a cerebral defect. You know what I mean? I'm like, wow, OK, game on. Got you. Well, she got in trouble Weird last shit. week. And, and I will say that by the time this oh. podcast, you know, it's coming by the time this yeah. podcast is released, because we're shooting it about a week beforehand, it is possible that that famous article has come out. So no, it's actually kind of funny because I believe by next Thursday, we will know more at the moment as yes. we're talking, uh, army hammer, there are rumors that he, I mean, the rumor is he's a serial killer. He worked, I mm-hmm. think, like four miles away from uh it's it's horrible by the way it's it there's you know there's something about like finding out that a celebrity who's as handsome as army is is like a freak and then you find out that he's like um i mean really really fucked up a rapist got you know allegedly putting it out there but allegedly and you're like oh this one from being kind of like oh he's quirky and fucked up to like oh he's a criminal and the guy should be behind bars and that's where we're at i think now I think so, too. I mean, it is going to be very interesting to see how this fucking plays out. But and then you look back at pictures and I'm like, there's something behind the eyes. I could see that there's a vacancy. There's like a little serial killer, allegedly. Six foot five, six foot five, Aryan cartoon, Um, Mm -hmm. played played a Jew. I bring it up every week. I go, how did they cast him? He was Jewish and call me by your name. Let's discuss as two Jews. Talk to me. Okay, yeah, let's discuss because you don't get more goy than Army fucking Hammer. It it is, and by the way, I think his like father's father was Jewish. There's some like Hitler adjacent bloodline that has Jewish blood. I don't give a fuck. He to me is like 
leading the fucking uh i'm trying to think of what's that like super waspy fraternity i can't even think of what like it's an is the jewish one yes yeah, saint yeah. manure he is the leader of the saint manure <laughs> i gotta laugh it yes. was hilarious but there, the yes. fact that now there are rumors that he's like a killer would not shock me. Do you remember Scott Peterson? Listen, there was a minute, Jackie, where I saw Scott Peterson and I was like, looking good because I love a Ben Affleck. And he was like a murder oh, version. Too. Oh, we love a Ben. So uh, Damon or Affleck? Oh, Affleck, obviously. By Are you kidding I know. Well, a lot of people would say Matt Damon because, you know, Ben Affleck got that weird back tattoo and he's a little off the rocker and he's a little bloated. And Matt Damon's like this wonderful family man, allegedly. I know I would go Affleck. I like him big. I like him small. I like him tatted. I like him feeble. I like him drunk. I'll take him any way I can get. I want to give a sensual massage to that Phoenix back tattoo in ways that that physically I cannot describe the fact that he's like yeah. have losing breakup weight right now because that Anna girl broke his heart and he's looking so yeah. like he's so gaunt. Love it. He is so gaunt. <laughs> Listen, I, I love gaunt. I'm so into gaunt. Like I'm trying to <laughs> We're me too. Me- I don't know what that is. It's new for me because I used to like kind of like bigger, Jewy, funny guys. Like I was really into like a Seth Rogen or that type, even like Leo DiCaprio when he was bigger. Like I was like into like kind of a burly dude. And I don't know what happened in the past few years. I really like him feeble and fragile and gaunt. Well, listen, I don't want to get into the, you know, science of it all, Jackie, but I will say that in my experience, when a man is incredibly gaunt, the blood Mm -hmm. flow goes elsewhere. The weight goes elsewhere. Like there are other things going on. You get it. And I know you're a married woman, but I will say that. Yes. It's, it's surprising. It's surprising as to what they're offering in other departments, the gaunt ones. Jackie is like, what is happening? I've had a third of a bottle of wine, but I feel like I'm like coyote ugly. Like I'm out of my mind right now. I don't know what it is. Maybe I was dehydrated. I'm, I'm having the best time. Talk to me. I'm having the best time too. I literally forgot we were podcasting. Jackie, because you know why? We're not friends who talk a lot, but I feel like we should be because yes. I need an outlet. I have a question. What sign are you, first of all? Sure. What sign are you? Leo. Ah, uh, Cancer. My mother's a Leo, so I get it. Yep. My mother was a Cancer. Isn't that funny? So we understand we're like reverse versions of each other. Um, yes. Do you find being as outgoing as you are? Because I think we're similarly chatty. Uh-huh. Do you take a lot yeah. of downtime? Like, do you just have time? Because you're a married woman. Do you have times where you're like, to the husband, get the fuck out. Like, I need to unwind and be alone. Yes. I am notoriously um, th- love being alone. I love solitude. It is, I, like, I went to Paris for a week by myself on my birthday. I have a husband. Like, I was like, you can't come. But I love it. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, that's sad. And I'm like, no, it's like, I. it was a choice. Your face, you just went, oh. No, I laughed. I, I get it. I get, I love traveling alone. I'm also not married, but I like it still. It's fun. I require solitude more than stimulation. I have conversations with myself fucking constantly. I can't shut it off. I have a thing in my house and all my best friends and all my family know I have quiet hours. So after five, I typically don't speak to anybody. And my husband works a lot. So he comes home around like eight, eight thirty. And, you know, I'm the chatty one. He's like pretty quiet and chill. So he just knows when I'm in a mood like we just don't fucking talk. I'm like, I need an hour of silence. I make him go in a different room. But I yes, I like to be quiet 
a lot. I love it. Alone, solitude, quiet. I think people would be surprised by that because I'm the same way. And for me, though, what's been hard in this pandemic time is like, I love as a Cancerian, love being home. I love my cute apartment. Like, I love my things. But I've actually hit a wall at home that I didn't expect to happen Mm -hmm. where I don't even like being at home anymore for me. And that's how I know that I'm like not in a great place because I'm like, yeah, I can't even be quiet in my house. Do you know what I mean? And I think it would surprise people that the two of us need that time. But I think as chatty girls, like it's like, no, we have to replenish. Otherwise, the tank runs out. And don't you find that uh, in a group setting, like I'm very, very sensitive to silence Mm. socially. So when things start to drag or people aren't like, I feel like it's my job to keep the ship moving. And then I feel physically, cerebrally and emotionally drained (laughs) from an outing because I'm like, so-and-so is telling the story about her fucking dreams again. Nobody cares that you were like in Hawaii. I had this dream last night. I was in Hawaii and like Brandon was there and it was like so weird. And like I saw him with another girl. I'm like, nobody fucking cares. Let's keep it. You start like editing and like producing the conversations. Wait, do you feel? To keep it interesting. I do that too. And I know when I'm doing it. I feel it because I'm so, it's like, it's like when you're podcasting or doing the radio show, you know how to keep it. Like when you have a guest who drags and you're like, oh, fuck me. Like I got to keep the ship afloat. Yeah. 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 Right. It is so tiring, but my, it is also, it's a problem being like we are. And I think that it has affected my friendships, honestly, because it's like, we're too high strung in a way and too controlling. I'm not often like that, but I do have it happen. Um, Have you noticed with friendships, have people ever said to Mm -hmm. you, like, it's too much? Or do you find that people sometimes back away because they find that energy in you too much? Um, I go one of two ways. I really only do the mass production of everyone socializing in people like with people I'm not really close with people that I'm really close with kind of like know my rhythm. Um, and I surround myself with people who are brutally honest. So if I start pulling any shit, they're like, Jackie, shut the fuck up. Like people love to tell me to shut the fuck up. And I take it as much as I give it. I take it 10 times over from the people. I love people like that. Like I love people who call me on my shit. It makes me feel loved. It's my love language. So I get people tell me to shut the fuck up constantly. I need more friends to do that. Uh, If any friends are listening, tell me to shut the fuck up. Be honest. Because I think people internalize a lot of things. And then when it explodes, it's like, whoa, I didn't know that this was how you were feeling. You see, and I do that too. I yeah. think where you don't want to hurt do you anyone because you're a cancer. Yeah. You're a little sensitive though. And maybe people don't say things because they're worried you're going to get your feelings hurt. Like a little sensitive sis. I'm very mm-hmm. sensitive, you know, and I've said this before, but yeah. my joke is that my name is literally my shell. Like I'm in a fucking my shell. Like I am a, I'm a human crab and I'm very yeah. sensitive. And I don't think people realize that about me because I'm funny and I'm also like a tall girl. And sure. so they're like, Oh, Michelle's like so bold and this and that. And it's like, no, but inside, like I tend to take things very personally. I know that I do. Um, you know, I, but I'm also very loyal. Like I'm, I'm someone who's very loyal to my friends to in like relationships and things like that. Um, yeah, but in a a way that ends up, I think in my opinion, backfiring, that's just true. I feel Mm. like, and it's something yeah. I should work on. Yeah. Are you a therapist? Cause I could use some help. 
Should we do it now? By the way, I practice without a license. I like to think that I have been self-therapizing myself for so many years mm. that I, you know, I could be. I practice without a license constantly. I want to call you after this pod to get into some shit with you. I'm excited. Let's talk Bravo. Let's talk Bravo. Oh, please. Yes. Um. First question. Do you watch all of the Housewives? Because I have some cities that I don't watch, but I feel like you watch all of them. I do watch all of them. I will admit that because of the timing of Atlanta on Sunday, I am behind on Atlanta. Atlanta used to be my favorite. Actually, New York has always been my favorite, but Atlanta was pretty high up there. Sometimes when there's too many new people and then the cast gets shaken up, I I fall off a little bit. So I am behind Salt Lake City has taken me for a fucking ride. Let's and let me talk. tell you, I Let's said talk. to my hairdresser today, who doesn't watch Housewives, and it causes a little bit of friction in our relationship, I said, Lulu, if I had three wishes, maybe even only two, one of my wishes would be that I could unsee every episode of every Real Housewives franchise so I could do it all again for I got the first it. time and experience Alex McCord, experience Kim Zolciak and Nene, experience, uh, you know, fucking Taylor Armstrong oh. and Camille Donatachi Grammar. To go back in time and live it all again would be a gift of 2020 slash 2021. I Get it totally. And especially because I think that the early seasons, it's like, let's go back to our episode one chat about The Bachelor. When the show wasn't yes. self-realized, when the the women on it didn't know the ramifications, they weren't thinking of it in a producer mindset. They were just being themselves. Yes. I'm sure it was still produced, but it didn't feel as produced, at least to the viewer. You had authentic moments that were like yeah. sent as gifts. I mean, when you think of the big moments, even Taylor, I mean, look, Taylor and her husband, that was a horrible thing that we saw on that show. Aviva's leg. Terrible. You know, uh, Alex and I mean, obviously Scary Island, which is like a gift we didn't deserve. Let's be real. Um, all of those uh, ugh, uh, beyond all of those moments were authentic. My issue with it now, and I watch almost all, I don't watch Dallas. I stopped. I used to. Um, it's good. Is it? I watched the chicken feet episode because my mom told me to. It was fine. I bet it just feels too polished. I mean, honestly, I'll call out, um, uh, what is it? Bling Empire on Netflix, which yeah. I watched and it's so polished. I found it quite boring. I mean, I, wa- I liked it. I watched every episode. I did too. I fell off of it. It's like nothing is happening here. The people weren't clever enough to keep two and we're both clever, funny girls to keep us engaged. It's like, listen, I get if you could have one idiot, but you can't have five idiots. You have to have some people. You have to have a Bethany. You have to have someone who's going to keep the energy going. Otherwise, it gets fucking boring. I mean, the fact that Kevin is the normal narrator. I hate that guy. I He's the worst. I can't stand him <laughs> keeping the Dior shoes. And he's like, I got to keep the shoes. I'm like, I will hit you with my fucking car. No. I know what you're doing. It feels like scripted and weird and I hate it. It felt bad. Even like the gay guy on it was like just not, he was sweet. Nice. They're all lovely, but they just weren't funny. Yes. You need to have clever people. The bar has, in my opinion, yeah. gotten so low in reality. And that goes for yeah. Bachelor. They go for everything. Where in 90 Day, where they're just not casting people who are interesting. And I don't know if it's yeah. because smart people realize this is a, a game ender. Going to ruin my life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe the people who are funny and smart 
smart to like, I'm not fucking doing reality because I want to like work forever. It's become painful. And even New York, which obviously, look, I love Bravo. You know that. I mean, I'm a below deck girl. I love housewives. But I will say that I do think they need to bring in some fresh blood that's actually clever. I liked Leah. Yeah. I thought she helped the show. But I also feel like as I'm like polishing off a bottle of wine on this podcast, and by the way, it's evening time. It's not morning. Usually we do this in the morning. I do feel like they have to stop putting people with alcohol problems on the show. People who are addicts. Because then it gets dark. Too dark. It's too dark. We want light. We want fluffy. We want funny. I think New York is to die for. I mean, I am rider. Real Housewives in New York, you can't ride it. it. I think it's a Golden Globe snub. They have given us the most <laughs> incredible moments in television history. Like, fucking Ramona Singer, uh. she is problematic, okay? She is unhinged. She's she's maniacal. She's a monster, but she's our monster? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, Countess Luann, what a rising phoenix. I mean, the journey that she has given us. Bethany Frankel was fucking, I mean, the greatest to ever do it, in my opinion. Because even in the darkest moments, it still was funny. Like, she never got too dark. Do you know what I mean? First of all, I do think that you and Bethany have a lot of very similar qualities of being like razor sharp, cutthroat, funny, smart, like not taking anyone's bullshit. I really mean that genuinely. I feel like that's what you need as a brand. Like you need to have a Casamigos. You need a you need a liquor. Fuck the hoodies. You need what would your oh, yeah. what would your brand be, Jackie Schimmel, if you could really create something, what would it be? Um, well, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I will. I might be doing like a martini thing. Okay. Like a mix or a a ready-made martini? Like maybe that. Okay. You're not saying anything. I was told I signed something that I wouldn't say. (gasps) I I signed something saying I wouldn't say anything, but I don't care. Can I say something? I don't do edits. No, we're not editing it. Only the parts that I say, hey, Trace. I feel like the podcast should be called Hey, Trace. People don't think Trace exists. She's there. She's listening. She's editing. Um, I met her. She's real. She's real. I do love that for you. I do. I Because your whole thing, like you're like fun girl. You're a nighttime girl. You're the friend who will break shit down for people. I actually regret that we're not better friends. I think I could use a Jackie Schimmel in my life to tell me when I'm being fucking annoying, which by the way, get ready for a daily text, but also, you know, to like break things down in a way that makes sense and is real and at times hurtful, but like, and I don't mean that as a dig at all. I mean that as a good thing. Like, no, I don't take it as you get it. Yeah. No, I think, listen, I, I've had to work on this a lot because my delivery can be like a little blunt, but in my head, I think I have some wires crossed wrong because I always think like granted you know maybe the delivery is not light it's not fluffy it's not sugar-coated but I actually think that that's like the truest form of kindness kindness is if you just say what you mean in a non-manipulative way you know if you ask me a question I'm totally going to answer you 100% honestly I'm not even going to think about it it's just gonna be a blah you know but I think there's something to it. Like you're never going to, I'm never going to talk shit about you. You're never going to hear from Susie down the street. Oh, Jackie was saying this craziest shit about Michelle. Like it's all fucking out there. I'm yeah, I get it. Caught with anything. I get it. So it's, it's acquired, but I never get in trouble with people and I don't have relationships that fall apart. Cause you know exactly what you're fucking getting yourself into. And it's coming from a place of love. 
That I know. And I really mean that. Are you a gossiper? Are you not a gossiper? And how, what is your take on gossip? Cause I, gossip can be very fun. I've worked, let me say oh, this. Totally. I've worked on, I've worked on myself genuinely since pandemic times. I do feel like yeah. when, when all we can do right now is be with our own selves, or if you're in a relationship with a family, yeah. be with your, your core that right. it's so negative. I've really tried to work on not being negative because the world uh-huh. is so fucking negative that it's like you're literally digging, you're drilling into the earth by doing that. And I'm not going to say that I've completely yeah. abstained from gossip, but I've really tried my best. And honestly, I think it has made me feel lighter. You know, it's uh, emotionally. Totally. Do you feel, this is how I feel. I only talk shit about people that I don't fucking like and I don't roll with. So it feels so removed to me to talk about people that they're never going to think that I like them if I don't like them. You know what I mean? So, and I do feel that I I don't use the term gossip because I talk shit. Like, I don't know if I'm gossiping but I am talking shit about people that I don't fuck with. And I do think that it bonds people. And I, a lot of my close friends are just, you know, they're wonderful people. I don't really know why they're friends with me. And when I break them into talking shit about somebody, it makes me feel so much closer to them. Yes. Wait, hold on. Like we've had growth. (laughs) My dream, let me tell you something. What I'm looking for in a husband is a man who hates the people I hate. Like that's the thing though, is I'm sitting here like on top of like the mountain being like, I'm so fucking above. I'm not above. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a garbage person. Everybody is. We love it. It's fun. No, but then when, you know, it's like one of those things where, Uh, How do I put this? I'm trying to surround myself with people that I don't have to talk shit about, you know, because I feel like then you're. That's the key. Yes. That's the key. That's That's the secret to being able to talk shit openly with like a non-guilty conscious is because if they're not in your vortex, it doesn't fucking matter. Yes. You know, and I talk shit about strangers. I walked in, me and Andrew went to the um, grocery store this weekend. There was a man that walked in right next to us and I looked at Andrew and I go, I fucking hate that guy. I got it. Like I hate his face. I just hate him. I don't know why. I hated the way he was walking. I hated his shorts. I hated his energy. I fucking hated him. And my husband's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, sometimes I see someone chewing a certain way and I hate them. Can I tell you a story? It's not that strong of a word. You're going to love, you're going to love this story because you just triggered a memory in me. I go to Amsterdam for the first time. I want to say two years ago, I'm at the Anne Frank house. Jackie Schimmel. Okay. (laughs) You're going to hate this. I like where this is going. I knew you would. I'm in. And the way it works at the house. Have you ever been to the Anne Frank house? I know Justin Bieber has been. Have you been? Of course. You go for those. I have been. Yes. For those who haven't been, it's this like beautiful house and you go in a line because everyone and gratefully, I'm so happy people are going, by the way, you have to stand in a a conga line. It's a really fun day. Let me tell you. You, It's a lol fest from heaven. You stand. I'm joking. (laughs) You stand in a conga line, basically like at a bat mitzvah or at a wedding. And then the conga line snakes its way through the house because there's so many people. So I'm in this conga line at the Anne Frank house and we're not kicking our legs out, but you get the idea. And I see like two people behind me, a man with frog eyes, like blood pressure through the roof. The eyes are bulging out of the skull, checking me out in the Anne fucking Frank house. Okay. I come from Survivor. Checking out that ass. Checking out yeah. that Jewish ass. Okay. Jews can have yeah. two asses. You can have a small ass. Or you can have like a full blown busset challenge winner like, like I have. So I'm busseting yeah. in the Anne Frank house unbeknownst to me. <laughs> 
And this guy is bug eyeing me, but he's like very gross. And I just like was getting such fucking horror. Like you said, like, I just like, I fucking hate this guy. And I'm like you, where if I get a vibe like that, I'm like, I have to remove myself from the situation. So I'm there with my friends. I'm like, you know, Ben, Brian, I'm like, remove. So they're like, and you know, people who are friends with me know, like, bitch is mentally sick. So I'm like, come here. So we're standing in the middle of like their living room and I'm like, let the conga line move. And then we're going to merge later with the line because I don't like frog eyes. You know what I mean? Like fucking Mr. Big Head from Rocco's Modern Life eyeballing me reference reference for two people. We go back in the line and he knew what I was doing. You get it. And we're fine. Swear to God, we go back and we're in the attic, whatever, the whole thing. We're in the attic, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like very beautiful. Yada, yada, yada. We're in this attic. Yada, yada, yada. And Frank's attic. Fine. Day later, we're in the red light district. Who is behind me? May I drop fucking dead girl? I twist my neck. Bug eyes, McGillicuddy, two feet behind me. I was like, I cannot believe this. He was behind me as I'm looking at these hookers. I was like, Ben, Brian, pull yourself out. I may have been with my friend Allison. I forget who I was with. But we like, because I've been twice. We pulled... Uh, I also had my wallet stolen in Amsterdam. That was a whole other story. Let's not in a, in a bra Everybody shop. Everybody does. Oh, I'd never been mugged. Everybody does. In a bra shop, sis, buying my triple D's. Some might call it an E or an F. Anyway, the point is, yeah, what a nightmare. Where is the next place you want to go traveling, Jackie Shims? Like you could pick any place um, on earth. Well, you know, I've had to cancel. I was supposed to be in Paris three times this past year. Stop. So, so I was sorry. supposed to go with my nine-year-old grandma in March. I was supposed to go for my birthday in August. That's like my little trip I do for myself. Mm. And um, yeah, oh, poor me. <laughs> By the way, I've kind of been, I've traveled a little bit during the corona time. So it's not great. I've gotten my asshole ripped apart basically Did beyond you? belief. Can I, can I ask a personal oh, yeah. question? Can I ask a real question? Sure. Because yes. I, I also have. It was yes. partially for business, but... As I went to London for two months, really also as a test drive to see if I could live there, which it's like my dream to move there. So it wasn't. I lived there. uh, It's. uh, Did you love it? You must. It's my favorite city in the world. I love it. I lived in Notting Hill part time for five years. So, yeah. Why? What what brought you there? Was it a man? Uh, Yes. My husband. He (gasps) did all the music for the X Factor. So we would go for the show. He oversaw all the music and worked with the contestants and then did their albums afterwards and One Direction. So he would go every year to do the One Direction thing. Um, Just for the listeners at home, I want to describe my bodily functions while listening to this. I'm physically dizzy from jealousy. I am (laughs) fainting from just, I had no idea. That is, you've lived a life. It was great. It It was a good time. Yeah, I miss it dearly. How did you and your husband meet, may I ask? Um, I snuck into a bar with fake ID and met, and then my best friend came with me who went to Berkeley college of music with my husband and introduced us. And then we went on a date like two days later. Where'd you go to school? Me? Yeah. Uh, nowhere. Yeah. Full dropout. I went to a community college for one day and then I dropped out and then I took (gasps) one class at UCLA extension and I told everyone I graduated UCLA with broadcast journalism major. Didn't go. Didn't not even. Nope. Is your family so proud that you saved them like $150,000? Because honestly, what is the point of college is the question. Go on. Well, funny story. I lied about being enrolled in college Mm. for like almost two years. To your family? And were they paying for school? 
Um, I was in community college classes, so it wasn't really like a huge, uh, a huge thing. And I had to be enrolled to get my internship. So it wasn't like they were coming out of pocket, like tens of thousands of dollars. It was like hundreds of dollars. Cause I was like minimally enrolled. They had a really hands-off approach. So, um, they weren't too mad. They were actually happy cause I secured a job like before it's, and then they cut me off. It's funny. Oh, did they? A hundred percent. Oh yeah. Really? Out of anger or just out of like you're an adult fend for yourself? (laughs) Like an out of like, you've been lying about being enrolled in school and we've been paying your rent and for everything. And, and you've had a job for six months and now you're not going to college anymore. So you're give it a go girl. But they helped a little bit. They helped me. It wasn't like, you know, nothing dramatic. I could always call and whatever, but yeah, I was, I was pretty much on my own there. You're inspiring me if I ever have children, which by the way, uh, time's a ticking, but if I ever have kids, I honestly would be fine with them not ever going to college. I'd be like, please take the, at the time, it'll be like probably $300,000. Take it or more actually take it and run, Totally. take the money and live a life, go to Europe, go abroad. Don't it's, it's a waste. It is a waste. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I was, there was, I, it wasn't for me. I wasn't going to learn jack shit. I'm like, I'm not going to take fucking writing tips from Mrs. Bartley with her blue eyeliner and her acid wash jeans. Like we're good <laughs> at community college. Like thanks for your fucking notes. I'm wow. good. What was your first job? Um, I was a camp counselor. I lost like three children. Um, I used to, I used to get them to come out. They were like six. There was a kid who I knew was gay. He was like five and a half Aww. and I would do those ink blot tests. And I thought that I was doing like this really good deed to try to get him to come out at six it wasn't he got pulled from the camp no i just had a feeling he got pulled from the camp by his parents yeah his mother was like really bibly and was thought i was corrupting his he loved me by the way oh well noi doi noi doi of course hello um yeah yeah i was a camp counselor for like six years it was i would be in jail if i was a camp counselor now but at the time (laughs) it was great we'd go to hurricane harbor i'm like Meet you guys at the lemonade stand at 3 p.m. I'm going to get a tan. <laughs> Don't drown. See ya. By the way, I actually meant first job, like instead of college, but um, what if you were like conversion therapist? Oh. Um, that was my first. Yeah. <laughs> I did conversion. Uh, yeah. I was, I worked at extra. That was my oh, first job. Oh, that's fun. That makes sense. That clocks. Yeah. Can I just say about Jackie yeah. Schimmel? Cause she has a call in three minutes. So I want to, I want to make sure I promote. Um, I realized that this past hour and 18 minutes, has been a total nonsensical journey through nothingness. Um, But in a way, I will let everyone know that mentally um, it's evening time. I said, Jackie Schimmel is such a star. We're just going to, I feel like we were funny. We were ourselves. So funny. We talked about things. Um, I, last time I did your podcast, which I think was years ago in Michael Davies office, that's the last time I did it. It was a while ago, girl. Yep. 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 That was a while ago. (laughs) I'm sure you remember. Um, I had the best time with you when I met you. I was like, this is my kind of girl. So fucking smart. So funny. Um, and warm. Genuinely like adore you so much. And you have to come on my show. I want our listeners to know what a real podcast feels like. So I would love to do your show because I know that you're going to actually have like questions and things prepared. Prepared. But Jackie Schimmel. No, you, I, I don't prepare anything. I'm I'm on the same boat as you. I'm like a fucking oh, terrible podcast. I'm a literal idiot. Uh, but Jackie Schimmel, a genius. Follow her if you don't at Jackie Schimmel on Twitter and Instagram. If you don't already subscribe to the Bitch Bible, which is just so 
You're brilliant. Your live shows. I was watching clips of you at your live shows and I'm like, this is Beyonce. This isn't some fucking podcaster. This is like a real, you have a stage presence genuinely that is like really admirable. And you should know that because I really don't feel that about a lot of people and like watching you truly. Really? I'm not just saying it to you. Thank you. I'm no lie. I also feel this about me, but it's rare that I no, truly. But like, it's rare that you see someone on stage who can control an audience and make them die laughing and who worship you. And you do that. So Jackie, you're just such a brilliant person and like, keep it up. You're amazing. Genuinely. Love you. Thank you. And I feel the same way about you, baby face. Baby face, you're the best. Leave her a five star review. She fucked it up. You get it. Just leave it a five star. I did. (laughs) Leave us a five star too and write a nice review. Our reviewers genuinely, I'm like, wait, is it Noam Chomsky listening? I mean, the most brilliantly written reviews. I'm pushing it. It's 728. She's got to go. Jackie Shummel, I adore you. Thank you for doing the show. Of course. Anytime. I'll be back. Air kisses. She's got a call. We got to run. We'll be back next week, everybody. Stay safe. Double mask. And we'll see you then. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.